0: Hey everybody, welcome to the thematic podcast season four. I'm season Craig Quattro. I'm Daniel, and we're just excited to be with you. Uh, we're so thankful for everybody that joins wherever you're at in the world, and we love to hear from you. So make sure and get a hold of us on social, um, Instagram, or our website, the thematicpodcast.com. We're taking questions there, mm-hmm. and just like last season, this season is going to be. Uh, just basically taking your questions, whether they come in through TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or the website. And so for this episode, we're going to talk about well, we, just we, what's going We on both here. have
1: huge life changes yes. going on. And so you're undergoing a massive step out of the boat moment in your life. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot... A, that we can just learn about you as a friend and someone that we love and support, but also what have you gleaned from the Holy Spirit during this process? So for the beginning, let's just do the setup. Why don't you talk about life before stepping out of the boat a little bit Okay, and then what God called you into? Yeah. So
0: to, to put it briefly, I, I pretty much have been on staff at the local church here for, I mean, essentially since like 2010, 11 or so, and just... God has been doing a number of different things with me over the past few years. You know this podcast, everything digitally reaching millions Bible of people. Time. Bible time, TikTok, Instagram, and we're reaching millions of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got to the place where it wasn't. Now the the big numbers is like obviously a God thing. It's incredible because I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a guy. But people were drawn to the content, which Mm -hmm. is encouraging because the content is all Jesus and the Bible and and the gospel. Um, but it got to the point where it was like, it's not so much about the 1.4 million followers or all of that, it's about the couple hundred or or a thousand people that are engaging in a real deep way, like
1: every month. That are really asking questions and following up and trying to get the answers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: People are asking, like, how do I get saved? How do I know I have the Holy Spirit? How do I overcome addiction? Have I committed blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? Yeah, It's like real stuff. And so we just sort of had to ask Jesus, you did this. And if and if you were here and I asked you like, what would you say my responsibility is to this? Mm. And so we got to a place where it was like, what would it look like if I kept doing what I'm most called to do in the local church because we're total local church people, mm-hmm. but didn't work full Monday through Friday there and open up the door for some other people to rise up into a position. So I'm still an elder, I'm still a licensed pastor, still on the preaching team. I'll preach at my lo- local church eight or nine times this year. I still run my small group. And you can stream those, sermons by the yeah, way. Yeah, you can stream those, theheartcda.com. Good preaching. Or Heart of the City Church on YouTube. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we're totally involved, but uh, we started a ministry called Logikos Ministries. That's like the Greek word for logical. And so yeah, basically it's the avenue through which I'm doing itinerant preaching. Mm. Uh, written content curriculum. Jessica and I are starting to write our first book. It'll be a Bible time devotional and what we're calling digital missions. And so, yeah, basically that all, that transition officially happened on April 1st. Mm -hmm. I didn't really consider the fact that I would stop getting paid on April Fool's Day, (laughs) 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 But, but that's what it's been. And, uh, so we've been totally stepping out in faith. Huge. Um, Haven't you know really had a paycheck or so since then but God's taking care of us and then this last month We did our first big fundraiser and people are amazing. God is amazing and and so much provision came in and so uh, God is clearly behind it and So that's what's been happening. Um, And so yeah, itinerant preaching digital missions Um, I think that what will be most relevant for people to hear And for us to discuss, Mm -hmm. um, and I've been through different changes and transitions in life from one job or graduating college or whatever, but this one's been very unique. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, when they go through a change, a lot of the biggest changes in our lives are either something really, really great or really terrible. Right. So, like, you get married and that's amazing. It's great. Or you get a divorce. Terrible. And it changes everything, but but you didn't want it. Yeah. You know, or somebody dies, or, you know what I mean? So, it's like one of the two. I'm in this transition where it's like both at the same time. Wow. And it's weird. Yeah. Because it's not like we made a change because we're running from something. Right. Things Um, were good. Yeah. Things are um, going amazing, you know, online and, and whatever, with the ministry that God has brought about, it's, it's incredible. And it's like, just not anybody gets to do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I know that it's all God. And so it's exciting. At the same time, it felt like laying something on the altar that we also loved. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just been very weird. And because-
1: that you had spent years tooling and honing your, you know, sharpening your tools for that context. And that's one of the things I've thought about. I have so many questions. Um, I wanna I want to put a pin in this question I wanna ask at the end where you said, you know, God showed up and there's so much provision and that's one, like he's obviously in it because he, there was so much provision. I have a question about that. But more than that, like one of the things I've seen is God's calling you to something that there's no template for. Right. So that's super unique. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because it'd be one thing if like God's like, okay, Jess and Craig, I got this church plant. You're gonna be the senior preaching pastor, right? You have tools for that. You know how to do it's been done a thousand times. Yeah, you can look right? at other people. But and, all of a sudden, in the world of TikTok, which literally like TikTok is rising and sink like companies like Google and Facebook are like, uh-oh, the world's about to change. If people who profess and can preach the gospel, stay away from TikTok. We've made a huge mistake and God is calling a few people right now. Look, I get chills just, and I, I have thought for many, many months, you were one of them where God's like, I need to build something here. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like what's going on? What's the, what's the plan? Like, what are the challenges? Yeah, it's uh there is no plan and it's all challenges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's like you said earlier, I'm, I'm, I'm pioneering. I'm not the only pioneer. But I think in the span of the next 20 years, yeah. we'll probably look back and be like, okay, you you were one of the first pioneers, at
1: least in that space. Yeah. Somebody has to go there's, west first. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, and, one of the first wagons. And there's
0: been people that have been doing, you know, I mean, 50 years ago, radio ministry was the pioneer space. Yeah, for and sure. And then however many years yeah. ago, it was tv well and they, pre, s- they still haven't
1: figured out christian movies they're not as good as real movies they're no, working on but it the chosen, <laughs> the chosen is though. getting so good plug for the chosen legit great acting great hey, storytelling listen it's amazing
0: jesus jesus what's jesus's name i can't life. remember
1: the i can't remember the actor's name
0: is it, total side note and i know people are gonna have the same question is it wrong that when i Pray, and I don't. You think picture about, him. I
1: don't think about you images. You picture him. I, I know. Picture the Jesus from the chosen. It happens. It, I yeah. Dallas. I
0: mean, Dallas Jenkins. Let's meet up. Let's collaborate on I mean, something very
1: legit. I have done it too. Do you picture recently, Jesus from the chosen. Totally sidetrack. <laughs> Literally, I was recently, have no images. Have no images. Recently, recently, like I was on the phone with a, a friend of mine who's in his seventies, and he's like all about the chosen. He's like, I feel like I'm reading the Bible for the first time watching it play out. So like. but here's the idea new medium done right exactly it's coming to life for believers that are in their 70s seeing it again like what they feel like for the first time and this is it right it's all about getting to know jesus yes there's a new megaphone on the planet and you have 1.4 million ears attached to that megaphone what is god doing and like Right, it's not not really been done before, yeah. And you got to take those people and get them unanonymous to plug them into a church because yeah. God's not building something new; it's just a new tool to continue to build what He started.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, sorry, we're just super. No, pumped yeah, about this it. is good. What, what, you know, people have been preaching forever. Let's say on TV and then for YouTube for a long time, and I'm I'm nowhere near. You know, my accounts are not anywhere close to the biggest on YouTube or even Instagram or Facebook. Um, probably one of the bigger ones on TikTok. But what's interesting, what TikTok brought to the world, and now, of course, other people are They're basically all copying stealing it. it. But TikTok brought a revolution to the world. You know about this, but mm-hmm. you know the internet, of course, was a revolution. Facebook ex- itself, MySpace, but really blew up with Facebook, was a revolution, Social me- the social media revolution. But what TikTok brought which now Instagram uses, YouTube Shorts basically uses, is this brand new type of algorithm where before social media was all about who you already know Mm -hmm. and then friends that your friends know and connecting to people you already know. But what TikTok brought was an algorithm that was totally random, like a video slot machine. So now all of a sudden I have 150,000 followers in the Philippines.
1: And you've never been there. And I've
0: never been there. Yeah. And I've never met any of them. <laughs> yeah. And in no point in human history ever in any way, by any method, has there ever been a time when some nobody from North Idaho could have 150,000 people in a nation across the world that know about them and care about them Yeah, or what they have to say. It's insane. And so it's it's absolutely insane, which is, which is why TikTok in 2021 had more clicks than Google did mm-hmm. and people are on it. Because messages, the, the potential virality of any message is unprecedented. And so, because any message is going out to the world at an unprecedented rate, there's going to be a lot of bad messages. Yeah. And that's why we that carry good messages need, need to message be there. Need to be in those places. 100%. So, that's what I'm doing. And um, the, the challenges, I would say, at the same time that, man, the gospel is getting out to so many ears— I would say the challenge theologically is what do we, how do we deal with not being in person and our faith, and we have we live a communal faith, mm-hmm. and how do we use digital for for the value that it is, but not use it for what it's not intended for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the theological challenge. I would say in this in the on the apps, the challenge is that the world right now really
1: does not like Christians. Yeah,
0: and some of these apps. Really want to silence
1: yeah. me and it's, us. It Suppresses the views and the 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 distribution. Yeah, and
0: people can argue about shadow banning and whether da, da 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 da. But I, it's just a fact. Yeah, hundred like percent. If I say certain things, is getting canceled. And so so one of my challenges is, and and I think maybe people would resonate this. Maybe you're in a classroom or with that friend group, and you're living in this tension of. Okay, I don't want to be afraid of the gospel. I don't want to water down the gospel. I don't want to be ashamed of my Jesus. But in this setting, whether it's online for me or in your friend group or in your university classroom, what what would wisdom say that I should say now mm. in this place to this people? You see what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. The, the tension there yeah. because you, at least for me, I am not interested in watering anything down, and if and if I have a private conversation with anybody, I'll talk about anything. Yeah. But in some of in some settings, yeah. are you going to be canceled, lose your voice completely? And so, what's the tension there between saying what yeah. you should say and not losing a position yeah. and influence that you have? I with just somebody. thought
1: of maybe a a positive analog. Um, we believe in the gift of speaking in tongues but the Bible has a prescriptive methodology for when you can use it in public and when you you can't.
0: And and then it even talks about whether it's going to be valuable to the
1: hearer. hearer. So, So I think there is a principle using a gift that God gives that is generally only good, but he's saying it may not be good in this context, but it's good for this and maybe not for that. And so while we all agree that the truth is, generally speaking, always good in certain contexts, Bible talks about pearls to swine. Like don't cast your pearls before swine. There are Wise certain people. Yeah. Gentle as a dove. De- yeah. So, so it's, I think it's okay that we explore, talk about, agree upon and give you the freedom to use your wisdom and the, the counsel of your wife and, and trusted friends and elders as you have a platform and how to responsibly use it. But as long as there's always a pathway to get to the greatest truths um, greatest of all is that Jesus loves you and died for you, and everyone is welcome if they believe right. that truth. Um, that that's the conversation, and you have a huge responsibility. And as a pioneer, you're gonna mess up sometimes. Like no, one, you're gonna go down a few paths. You're like, oh, this is full of brambles, <laughs> like yeah. freaking yeah. bramble trail. Yeah, you know. Um. So so, what do you think? Oh, you have something to say. Go for it. Oh, I just was gonna add one thing to what you said, and. I
0: I don't remember exactly how you said it, but you said most of the time the truth is loving or something like that. We would agree that the truth is always loving. Yeah. Whether or not somebody can receive the truth is a secondary question, which I think gets back to even what we talked about last episode where we have to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and Mm -hmm. listen to him because sometimes he might say, you need to say that even if the person's going to reject you cancel you or even kill you. Yeah. You need to say what I'm telling you to say. That's right. And preachers of the gospel forever have been put in position where it's like, I'm not going to deny Christ to take my life. Yeah. I'm not going to deny Christ to take my TikTok account. So I have to be tuned in Mm -hmm. and have my priorities in order enough to where in my heart, I know if he asked me to do it and sacrifice my account or sacrifice this relationship or whatever, I'm ready to do it right now. Until he tells me to do that, I got to through prayer and wisdom say, when should I say what and how? Mm-hmm. And somebody said once, I forget how he put it exactly, but he said, to give truth to somebody who loves it not is to simply give more multiplied reasons for, um, you know, their own, construing of whatever you're going to say it gives them ammo yeah but I, i would
1: say too that god tells moses at one point to speak to the rock and not to strike it and the idea here is millions of people are following him and god doesn't want to be represented as angry in that moment and so there is a mantle on leaders that other people won't understand in some moments it might be speak the hard truth and risk it all and other times it might be like yeah these people deserve to get shown the the door but god's like i want you to speak softly and show my generosity yeah. like it is a there are examples of both so i tend to find any hardliners are often missing the mark because it really is a cooperation and a dance um and you're following his lead
0: yeah, and like as a preacher yeah I, I feel like there's people out there that it's like their whole jam is they're they're super hardcore yeah. there's other people their whole jam is it's always oh just soft love them. And yeah and like as a preacher like two weeks ago I preached a very challenging I'm you know people probably felt like I was yelling at them slapping in the face message yeah but that's not every time my thing, like yeah. sometimes I felt the whole, the unction of the Holy spirit being like the time has come for you to get serious. Yeah. But a lot of times the message is feels different, more yeah. gracious or whatever. Absolutely. So yeah. How are we serving the truth? Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know where else you were going to go well, somewhere else. The but,
1: thing I was going to ask is like um, we have, I don't know, uh, seven eight, minutes. eight minutes left or so. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to, talk vulnerably about like, has this process challenged any old ways of thinking in you? What are you learning? Like, like, I don't know. I just want the real, real, like what is Craig Brown walking through that is like, Oh Lord, help me. Like, I don't know how to think about this. Yeah. You're reaching into your Bible to find guidance and answers on. And we can say, Oh, everything is like, no, but there's probably something in this process that's really challenging you. Yeah. What is that thing?
0: Well, um, I think there's a few things. Yeah. And w- in terms of the job, I would say one thing that has been challenging is, it's like in the one sense, I knew what I was doing. On the other sense, I didn't think through the ramifications. <laughs> right, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And that was like, for example, I I'm stepping away from this job that I've, given my whole life and energy and focus to for 10 years and and it's building this church and it's building teams and i'm pretty good at building teams yeah and i that's pretty much what i do is i build teams big ones and now all of a sudden i am not in those roles i step off of staff and i sit alone in an office like this filming videos yeah but at the same time it's like okay but i'm still an elder i'm still that's the highest level of leadership in the whole church. I'm still a pastor. I still preach to the whole church. I'm still, but I'm not, my job is no longer to be there Monday through Friday with the team and building teams. Yeah, And that's been really hard. Uh, so I
1: want to, pu- I'm going to put you on the spot. This is going to be a challenging question. You made me think of something. Is there any concern in you that if you cause you're building what we would maybe classify as like a para church ministry. It's like parallel to the church. It feeds it. Maybe
0: our ministry exists to, to support, to reach people and to support
1: local churches. In okay. How do you think about recruiting people to your team? Do you ever feel like oh, if I recruit them, then maybe they aren't serving at the church cause they only have X amount of time. Like, is there any of that in you? Do you ever feel like you're recruiting away from the church? Has that been a, hesitation or a thought at all um
0: no that hasn't really been a thought for me because well
1: you've got really good support system yeah at the heart, my local is
0: church is amazing and, and our yeah our pastors and our elders are are supporting what we're doing and we work in
1: tandem with one yeah. another i'm leading somewhere uh, with this question i'm leading because i believe the church has to start seeing digital missions as a mission field and it's supportive and cooperative together because you, you, in order to pull off what the Lord needs you to pull off, you actually do need a big team.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, It can't no. be
1: you in an office for the next five years.
0: Yeah, no. And the next, yeah, the, really the next team that we're going to build is going to be a team that's, that that has the potential to grow exponentially and mm-hmm. for people to be in any church. And I think that that's really the, the beauty of it is that it's not like, okay, come over here and you're on my team and not with your church. It's, it's that there are people engaging all over the world with real questions that just need somebody pastorally to talk with them or answer or pray with them or whatever. And so that team can grow and they can be fed a, a question or a conversation. From anywhere in the world where that person could lead them pastorally to something That's and hopefully <laughs> plug them in, hopefully plug yeah. them into local communities. I think also, yeah, whether it's going to be us or somebody, there's going to be opportunities for hundreds or thousands of micro churches all over the globe to be in network with each other because I talk to people all the time mm-hmm. that. I even lead people to the Lord that are like, and then I give them next steps, you know, like pray, get in, read read church. Bible, get in church. And they're like, <laughs> where? I'm in the middle of Zambia. There's no church near me. That's insane. No, seriously. It's like, what do I do? I said, well, I come join Heart of the City online. But, yeah. But like that, that they need Who gets local to lay hands on that person? Baptism, yeah, communion, baptism. lay yeah, hands yeah, yeah. on, anointed with oil, yeah. fellowship, all those things in person. And so, yeah, like I, I, I am. I am running Logicos, but I'm I'm working in community with the heart it. of the city and we're together in this. So I don't feel any
1: tension I wanna, there. I want to prophesy over you live here. You know me, I'm crazy. I really believe you should pay close attention to how you're cooperating with Pastor J.O. And who, by the way, phenomenal pastor, Pastor Seth, phenomenal. These are men I know in their personal life and they're incredible families, Radian, amazing people, Pastor Radian. So I think you need to pay close attention because one of the reasons I think the Lord called you in part is because of that bond you have with your church. And I think that will be in part a template that goes out across the world as the Lord is doing this thing. And so, so my word for you is like, I think you should pay really close attention to the challenges you face with it, the fears you go through, the conversations that you have to have. And ultimately the structure you come out with, because if I know all the people involved, like I think I do, you all are going to build something incredible where digital missionary doesn't suck the life out of the church, but it builds it. Yeah. You agree with that. Yeah. You take that. Yeah. Well, anyway, dude, um, we've got two and a half minutes. I'm going to give you the last two and a half minutes. What can someone listening to this take when God says, I want you to go do something that's, absolutely crazy. And you've never seen before. How, what do they do? How do they process it? And then finish with like, God asks you to do simple things each day. What do those two things have in common? Like God's going to call you out of a little boat or a big boat. Um, and there's, and there's, um, a common thread. Just talk about that because you're in it.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say, that what I've been learning over the past few months are new lessons in this transition and change. And uh, there are times I've found that I need to engage different parts of who I am as a human to help me not (laughs) get depressed, or I, I don't know, to succeed. And by that I mean like sometimes if my emotions are going crazy, I need my mind to remind my emotions come on that we're following the voice of the lord there's there's evidence of this there's prophetic words there's i need i need the memory of facts to do something to these emotions that are going crazy yeah and there's other times where i need my emotions to be the thing that's like my mind is thinking dude what am i even doing like ser- wow. you know i have these Intrusive to, especially when you're a yeah if you're pioneering something or you're just doing a change and and people think that you're crazy like you you start thinking in your mind like yeah maybe this is this is ridiculous and then you need a different part of you or maybe it's not your emotions maybe it's outside voices um so I don't know I guess I don't know what the real application there is other than I've found that like different times I need different things to take mm. charge but I guess maybe the most applicable thing would be make sure you have people around you. Come on. That see a godly vision in you and what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that when you're struggling, they're speaking life into the vision and Mm -hmm. the call. And if I didn't have those people around me, yeah, come on, um, man, it'd be hard. So I know people go through transitions all the time and change and moving here and you know, relationships and money and everything. And, and, this is what the church is, Yeah, is the people that we have in our world Yeah, that see a godly vision for our life and the future and can speak that over us when yeah. we struggle. And so I've been so thankful to have teams mm. of people that love me and, uh, and they're around me. And so it's I wanna, been
1: challenging and fun and everything at the same time. I love it. We're about a minute over. I want to wrap up with this. Um, Anytime God calls you, I really see your, your change, your transition, like Peter stepping out of the boat. You're going from a boat which has structure. There's places for everyone to sit. You know your role. You know how the boat works. And he's calling you to walk on something that has no structure at all, shouldn't be able to support you. Um, traditionally, you would sink. And the key is When Peter looked at the waves, the Bible says he would begin to sink, right? He would sink. When he kept his eyes on Jesus, he would walk on water, right? And so I think the key is vision. You have to keep the vision straight. And it's incredible to me that just the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord being followed by a faithful Christian with a clear vision of Jesus is enough structure to do the miraculous. Mm. So when you get, when you're called like Craig to get out of what you know and what always has worked and God is calling you, which I get, I get telling you God is going to be doing this a lot in the next 20 years. He's going to be calling people to do things that have never been done before. And it might be you just remember that his word being acted upon by a faithful believer with their eyes on him is enough structure for you to do miracles. Yeah. Come on.
0: One of the biggest lessons I've learned, not in the last six months, but over the last three years. And it actually started with your family a long time ago, the subject of obedience, first time right away. But I just, it's like, when you say, when you obey small requests from God, Mm. you're positioned to even receive big gifts and requests and opportunities from God. And so if you hear the Lord ask you to do anything and you think, oh, it's small, I'll brush it off. We all, and I'm not, we we all have to grow in our obedience. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, oh, obedience is so legal. It's, it's such a legalistic. Yeah, if you're looking at it through the lens of legalism, but obedience flowing from relationship is everything. Come on. So.
1: Super powerful. Well, thanks for joining us. If you have questions, go to the Theomatic Podcast uh, website. It's Theomatic Podcast.com. podcast.com. Uh, we'd love to answer anything. If you would like to support Logicos ministry above and beyond what you do at your local church, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, it's Logikos if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, and be a part of something that is brand new, but built on an internal foundation of the good news of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week. See ya.